Hi everyone, welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodeman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we're going to read about Jacob and Esau in the book of Genesis. But before we get to that, let's have a moment for prayer. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we pray that as we read the scripture that we would know more about who you are, that we would know more about who we are and who others are. Illuminate your love and may that be reflected in us. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. If you will remember from last week, we talked about Abraham and his son Isaac. This will tell the story about Isaac and his two sons, Jacob and Esau. So we'll begin with the 27th chapter of Genesis, verses 1 through 29. When Isaac was old and his eyes were dim so that he could not see, he called his elder son Esau and said to him, My son. And Esau answered, Here I am. Isaac said, See, I am old. I do not know the day of my death. Now then take your weapons, your quiver and your bow and go out to the field and hunt game for me. Then prepare for me savory food such as I like and bring it to me to eat so that I may bless you before I die. Now Rebekah, Isaac's wife, was listening when Isaac spoke to his son Esau. So when Esau went to the field to hunt for game and bring it, Rebekah said to her son Jacob, I heard your father say to your brother Esau, Bring me game and prepare for me savory food to eat, that I may bless you before the, before the Lord before I die. Now, therefore, my son, obey my word as I command you. Go to the flock and get me two choice kids, so that I may prepare from them savory food for your father such as he likes, and you shall take it to your father to eat, so that he may bless you before he dies. But Jacob said to his mother, Rebekah, Look, my brother Esau is a hairy man, and I have smooth skin. Perhaps my father will feel me, and I shall seem to be mocking him and bring a curse on myself and not a blessing. His mother said to him, Let your curse be on me, my son. Only obey my word, and go get them for me. So Jacob went and got them and brought them to his mother. And his mother prepared savory food, such as his father loved. Then Rebekah took the best garments of her elder son Esau, which were with her in the house, and put them on her younger son Jacob. And she put the skins of the kids on his hands and on the smooth part of his neck. Then she handed the savory food and the bread that she had prepared to her son Jacob. So Jacob went into his father and said, My father. And Isaac said, Here I am. Who are you, my son? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done as you told me. Now sit up and eat of my game so that you may bless me. But Isaac said to his son, How is it that you have found it so quickly, my son? Jacob answered, Because the Lord your God granted me success. Then Isaac said to Jacob, Come near, that I may feel you, my son, to know whether you are really my son Esau or not. So Jacob went up to his father Isaac, who felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. Isaac did not recognize him because his hands were hairy like his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed Jacob. 
Isaac said, Are you really my son Esau? Jacob answered, I am. Then Isaac said, Bring the food to me that I may eat of my son's game and bless you. So Jacob brought it to him, and he ate, and he brought him wine, and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, Come near me and kiss me, my son. So Jacob came near and kissed him. And Isaac smelled the smell of his garments and blessed him and said, Ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. May God give you of the dew of heaven and of the fatness of the earth and plenty of grain and wine. Let peoples serve you and nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers and may your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you and blessed be everyone who blesses you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Tara, this passage is the story of competing siblings to be sure, but are there other ways for us to read the text that you just read to us? Yeah, a little context might help here. So um, when Rebecca is pregnant with these twins, Jacob and Esau, she prays to the Lord. And the Lord tells her that there will be two nations born out of her womb. And so this is certainly about a family and about a blessing and about God and how God works. But it's also read by many um, as a tale of how two different nations rose up. So Jacob is Israel and Esau um, is the father of the Edomites. And so for many, this is a story of how Israel come to be, came to be a strong nation, how they had God's favor from the very beginning. But I also think that I love this story because who doesn't have a hot mess of a family mm-hmm. at some point? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there are siblings that are um, constantly jealous of each other. Jacob is called, you know, the supplanter, um, the trickster, the deceiver. I mean, he is born grasping Esau's foot, trying to make himself first. And so what we see in this passage is that um, long ago, there were troubled families. And God worked God's will um, even through a troubled family. And that should be encouraging to us all. Although I'm sure your family's perfect and you never have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, no, no problem. No problems in my family <laughs> ever. Yeah, like you said, there is these two um, kind of warring people. And, and in scripture, it talks about Esau coming of the Edomites. But And then there's also the uh, the two main city-states of the 12 tribes. You know, we, there was 12 tribes of Israel, but really there was only two that mattered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was Israel and there was Judah, the yeah. northern kingdom and the southern kingdom, and they hated each other. Yeah. God's own people, uh, God's people that were supposed to bless the world, the two main factions really disliked each other. Uh, and so as we see throughout Scripture, and, and we've talked a bit about this, of there is constantly uh that fight and that jealousy and that scrappiness of you know and this it's how can i get my father's how can i get more of my father's blessing for the nations it's like how can we get more of god's blessing Uh, and so we see this constant fight throughout scripture of you know how can i get the most out of this uh and god still works through 
uh, our pettiness and our selfishness. You know, every, I think, um, the majority of new member classes I've ever taught, someone asked me about predestination and election. And this is the beginning of the doctrine of election. It is the idea that God has chosen certain people in order to bring about God's purposes in the world. And in this story, for whatever reason, God has chosen, he chose first Abraham, then Isaac, and now he's chosen Jacob, who is not really an honorable person, if you look at it, right? Um, He causes a lot of pain to his family. And yet election is the idea that even a broken person can carry out God's purposes. And it's just really interesting, I think, because, you know, Jacob is going to carry out God's purposes, not so that Jacob can be glorified, but so that he can be a blessing to all God's people. It's also a responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the beginning of where we see election. I also just wanted to say one other thing in that, you know, God choosing Jacob to work through, I don't think in any way means that um, God thought he was a more valuable person or that God thinks that his kind of striving and deception is um, good. I think what God is recognizing here is that we are a human people full of sin. And even when we do terrible things, God can still work through us and bring about good. And that's actually very good news. Mm-hmm. Very good news. What would you say as we talk about election, someone who would say, well, what about Esau? What about Esau who doesn't get picked? Well, that's a really good point, and we'll talk more about that on Wednesday when we hear about Esau's despair over having his blessing taken from him. But, you know, um, I think that Esau has his own purposes in the world, right? He will go on to be the father of the Edomites. He also will be the person who, when Jacob is so nervous to come home again, welcomes him. I mean... Esau shows so much grace, and that is also God's purposes. And so I think that um, Esau's life arc, you can still see the hand of God working in it. Mm-hmm. It's just a different purpose. Yeah. So what yeah, is no, that I what think, you think? Yeah. Yes, I agree. <laughs> oh, good. I got it right. <laughs> yeah, no, no, just, like, just like you said. The, uh, I mean, Esau ends with teaching Billions of people who have read the story about reconciliation and grace uh, and what an amazing and he wasn't chosen to carry on the the family line of the Israelites. But again, his story was still used to change thousands of lives. Totally. And that is that is that's always good news. When God's purposes are carried out in the world, it is just simply always good news. We're going to end with uh, a quote from Lemony Snicket. (laughs) It says, siblings that say they never fight are most definitely hiding something. Ain't that the truth. Uh Thank you all for being with us. We're going to continue the story on Wednesday, so we hope that you'll join us then. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen.